Welcome to Living Social Justice Podcast, an initiative of Common Ground Church and Common Good, where we explore our lifestyle response to topics of social justice. Our hope is that a growing number of Christ followers begin to individually and collectively live out justice, creating a groundswell of positive change in our society. Hi, my name is Richard, and uh, in this month's Living Social Justice podcast, we'll be looking at TZN and how typical Christ followers can participate in addressing this big thing of unemployment. And so in the studio today, we have Amanda and Grant, and we're going to hear from them how people can participate in journeying with unemployed people towards providing for themselves and their families. So Grant, will you introduce yourself? And then Amanda, tell us a little bit about yourself that we get to know a little bit about you, not just your voice, uh, but some of your story. Hi everyone, my name is Grant um, and I was born in Port Elizabeth but I've spent most of my education um, in Cape Town and uh, I'm a chartered accountant by qualification um, and I own my own business within the events industry. Brilliant. Welcome. Hi, my name is Amanda Stevens. I, I was born in Cape Town and I grew up in a, a colour township called Ocean View that is just out um, about 20 minutes from Fishhook. And there I lived for most of my life, except when I got married. Then I married for 18 years and I have three beautiful children that all look like me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I'm a senior trainer at um, our Weinberg Access Point. And yes, yeah, so I'm part of Zanukanyo and part of the vision and part of the, the dream. I enjoy what I do. So yeah, I'm excited. Great. It's so good to have you both here. And, you know, there's something beautiful in the story that you're going to hear in this podcast, which is just, it's something so special that people using what they have uh, to connect to a bigger story, uh, what God is doing through the work of TZN. So, Grant, tell us about eHire. Tell us about the business that you're running. What do you do? Uh, tell us a little, give us a picture of what goes on in eHire. All right. Well, there's 40 people there, so lots of moving parts. <laughs> Um, but basically, uh, we are an event hiring business. Um, so anything that um, you know someone wants to um, hire and not own for their event, whether it be furniture, cutlery, crockery, glassware, linen, that whole array um, that um, allow an event to you know actually be created, uh, that's what we do, and that's what we hire out throughout um, the Western Cape. And um, yeah, we've we've got a big team now. We're based in Maitland in Cape Town, and um, the business as it stands now, it's going through an incredible um, incredible plan where we, we, we're launching into Stellenbosch as well. So we're in a position now where we really want to modernize the industry. We, we, we really want to um, focus on the service side of things, but also embracing the technology as well. And with that, um, you know, it's very complementary to what we'll chat about now with regards to Zano Canyo. That's exciting. I mean, it sounds like you, you keep yourself really busy. Yeah, very, very busy. Um, I think my whole team keeps me busy, <laughs> keeps me on my toes. Um, and yeah, I just love it. Really, really great team um, and very dedicated. And, you know, our purpose in the business um, for everyone is we have a purpose that we define as um, to support people to create their finest experiences. And for me, that is a, a big thing on a daily basis of it's not just about our clients, it's actually about our people, our team, um, that mm. their experience with um, our business needs to be their finest experience as well. Fantastic. 
Now, Amanda, I know you keep exceptionally busy at the Weinberg venue. You're in the training room uh, on the transformative job readiness journey that people enter in, and you see a range of people coming in to be part of the job readiness journey, whole different shapes, sizes, backgrounds, <laughs> histories, education levels, yes. and so on, whole range. <laughs> and you also see them getting connected to opportunity. But I, I want you to dial a little bit in. So people go through a 12-day job readiness journey. Yes. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about the hospitality course. Who's involved? What does it look like? What happens uh, for graduates who enter into the hospitality training? Okay, so once our students is a graduate, they um, offered to apply for the hospitality training. So then they fill in the forms and they register for the training. And the training is done in Epping. So, um, so then we have a team in Epping, which is the opportunities team. It's almost like we're handing now over to them, you know, so they take over and they go on this hospitality journey. And there's so much people, there's so much students that are so interested and they love it. They love serving people. They love the whole industry, but they want to get to know more. And obviously they're really passionate about really wanting to get a, um, a certificate or wanting to get uh, more familiar with how things are done properly. So the training is all about introducing um, the upfront uh, part of hospitality which is your serving your housekeeping waitering all that laying the tables things like that but you know we take for granted that maybe we know how uh, what a fish fork is and what a fish knife is but you know when i go to a fancy place it's like what do we start with how do we eat what the number plate of knives what? And forks, right? <laughs> yes so so this is a platform for them to get to know all that little details even like what is the face style and what is the bath style and just little things that we take for granted every day that maybe not but when you go into a hotel the guest obviously wants to know and wants to have the proper thing. So we train our students um, so that they're prepared to be um, totally empowered. And when they step into that ex uh, that environment, I liked what um, Grant said about the finest experience. And I think with the training, that's what comes across, you know, so that right. they can offer that same thing to, um, to any guests that they come in contact with. Amanda, you get to see a range of people entering into the job readiness journey uh, from all different walks and of life, as I mentioned earlier. Um, what is it that you get to see in people's lives? What transformation do you get to be a witness of? And, and the beautiful thing is you're a participant in seeing that transformation, but what do you get to see God doing in people's lives? Well, Richard, I really see a, like a, a wilted tree, you know, that's struggling to grow. And the, they're in the, maybe in the right ground but they're just struggling to grow and I see that the the water coming the sun coming the fertilizer or the pruning and the you know the tension the support that that tree gets to grow and and that's what the picture I have is that each person can find who am I am I the sun am I the the, the rain am I um, the one that's going to dig up the the weeds around the plant am I the one that's going to prune you know where do I fit in in this picture to make this tree come alive and come and grow and give off more fruits because we want to reproduce all the time we want this student to go out and make a difference again in the community to play it to play it forward all the time you know so that's what I see happening all every day I see that and it will be so wonderful when I see um, the rest of Cape Town and all our congregants joining in that picture and just um, investing in that soil.
You know. It's a beautiful picture because when you talk about a, a fruit tree bearing fruit, you think, oh, it's just the apple that's the fruit. But you know what? The true test of fruitfulness is not the apple, but it's the seeds yes. inside the apple that go on to make more yes. apple trees into the future. Yes. And, and Grant, I'd love you to share a story with us around where you've seen that dynamic of someone going through the job reinsuring, through the hospitality training. You had a conversation with someone at a graduation. Would you let us into that story? Yes. Yeah, so. I attended the um, the hospitality graduation and um, I got chatting with all the graduates and in, in fact two days later one of the graduates um, arrived at my business completely unannounced so I didn't you know we we hadn't also planned that um, and he told me he was set and he said you know I want to start um, a hiring business in the townships so uh, you know we kind of chatted about um, you know the, the basics of hiring um, with regards to crockery and cutlery and, and glassware um, and he went out uh, back to the township with that information and spoke to the chief um, within within the community because um, you know he had to get permission to to start this business there um, and they said okay bring us bring us the actual you know the crockery and the cutlery and so the following day he arrived back and he said, great, they've, they've accepted it and I now need the stuff. So I said, okay, we're going to start you off with 50 place settings. So right now, as I speak, is he has got um, uh, 50 place settings, crockery, cutlery, um, and he's hiring them out within the townships. And, you know, he's now, what I'd like to think, on his own story, um, learning in, in the hiring side and actually assisting the, the, the small kitchens within, within the township community as well. Um, that use it for cooking and, and, and they need it also for big functions, funerals and all of that. So, um, yeah, it's, it was quite ironic, but literally that was someone that, you know, that really um, took the skills um, and the foundation that the Zanokanyo network um, and, and that specific course, the hospitality course gave him um, such that now, you know, uh, he's an entrepreneur actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I love about the story is that you're going from someone who's a recipient in the job readiness training, a participant in the, in the hospitality training, but now he's an active contributor to the economy of Cape Town in South Africa. You just see this wonderful thing, someone coming in looking for opportunity, given the opportunity and maximizing, leveraging it, and now actually has the potential to be employing other people. It's this fruitfulness that we want to see, not just fruitfulness in his life, but actually sowing that fruitfulness into other people's lives. It's just a wonderful story. And you know what's really exciting about the hospitality training? is it's accredited by a company called Lobster that's Inc. Right, that's uh, right. Which is internationally recognized. Grant was sharing. Mm. Uh, actually, let me ask Grant the question. Grant, uh, mm. what have you heard about Lobster Inc. Uh, as a training organization, training company? Well, um, yeah, they've come a long way from, from, from their beginnings. They first started, um, you know, doing in-person training uh, with, with, with students um, as, as they started in, like, I think it was in the 2000s. And now they've um, completely transformed into a, an international business um, in like many, many cities around the world. And, um, you know, they've actually just got um, a client, Marriott, um, the hotel group. Mm. And they are, you know, literally building the systems of training for the Marriott, um, you know, hotels around the world, which is just incredible. And for the Zanokanyo network to get their support um, in terms of the contribution of their technology, their software, um, their training, intellectual property, it just gives the students um, a huge amount of um, relevant access to information that is internationally recognized um, so that they really can um, you know, be set apart from the traditional norm. That's brilliant. Now, not every graduate uh, of the TZN Job Readiness Journey goes into the hospitality course, but a select few uh, get to go, and, and they are so well set up. 
uh, to find employment in the hospitality industry. Uh, you might have started to connect the dots already uh, that we run at TZN runs a hospitality training and someone in the hospitality industry uh, who runs um, eHire is starting to connect their story together. So, so Grant, tell us a little bit more. How did you start getting involved with TZN? Uh, how did you find out about it? What is happening now? Describe the picture, the story, and the partnership between eHire and TZN. All right. Well, it was quite a, um, an unscripted uh, story <laughs> in the beginning. Um, I, I was at a PM service in Rondebosch. Um, I heard about it, um, and uh, someone came to present. And then during the week, I, I popped by at their Weinberg branch um, in Cape Town, and I met a lady called Numfundo. And Numfundo, she's you know head of opportunities, which basically means that's head of the you know getting the students ready to become employable. And for example, the hospitality course is one of those mediums in which she uses it. And so I met with her very informally, unplanned, um, and we just got talking. And I set out, I explained what I did um, and and what kind of area where um, I just want to contribute um, if they have any you know areas where they need um, uh, elements that I can assist with um, I'm really keen to get involved and from there we started chatting and 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 then the hospitality course um, actually started and from that point onwards we just try to look at any angle that we could take it where my business um, in the hospitality sector um, can be of relevance to the Zanokanyo network. Tell us a little bit about why you do this. I mean, you, you described how busy your business is, how it's growing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this must cost you something. So what is, help me understand your heart motivation for, for connecting in this way. Um, well, uh, personally, I, you know, I know my business is for profit. Um, and, you know, we've got, a, we've got a team and we're there, you know, to make a sustainable return um, in the long term. But my personal ambition, my personal personal goal is to actually create create like a team through this business um, is to create a team to create a business an organization that um, is actually uh, the expression of what South Africa can be like tomorrow so basically um, you know we should and any everything that we're doing around our business and within it um, it should be something where if someone were to look from the outside um, they could see a business that really is one that embraces, um, you know, transformation, embraces inclusivity, um, and and from all cultural backgrounds, um, and at the same time, is an extremely strong team in reliance to one specific purpose, which is what I spoke about earlier, having that supporting other people to create their finest experiences. We don't create the experiences for our clients. Um, we just provide them with some of the resources and the elements, and they create it themselves, but we're there to support. You know, and the one thing I learned from the Bible is, you know, for, for you to help, you have to be coming from a position of strength. You, you know, someone that is helping and supporting another person um, cannot be of a, like a weak nature. And so for us, that's our position. We want to be that, that helper. We want to be there to support people um, in, in, that, um, in that reality. It's beautiful. Hey? I love just how you're combining your faith and your vocation uh, together to join in with God's great purposes of seeing so many lives transformed, not just attending a course, but actually being their lives changing in the power of God uh, and connecting to opportunities to, to be employed. Amanda, the graduates finish the hospitality course, right? They come out on the other side, they have a certificate. What happens next? Okay, so now they're very excited. <laughs> they're very excited about the certificate. 
And then we actually, the graduate remain part of our family. We call them part of our family. So we always have access. They always have access to us. So they always have the freedom to go. And because we, in the course, we empower them to find their own job, firstly. Um, and to help them zoom in on the type of thing that they're looking for because you can get lost on the internet, you know. So then um, they welcome to come to our resource center and they come there for the whole day and they will search for jobs and we have people helping them there as well. Um, just zoom in on what they're looking for. And then also um, just keep the, keep them, keeping them updated on um, what is happening. They like our Facebook page as well. And then they will check whose people can send messages, can send um, opportunities onto our Facebook page. And they would see that as well. And then they can respond. We have a WhatsApp group as well, which they can also respond and keep connected and keep updated with what's, what's there. They can even call us what is available. But those online mediums are there to keep them informed on what's, what's available. But the part of just being part of our family is them always been welcome to come and use and pick our brains again and come back and enjoy the warmth that we offer. That's fantastic. So for somebody who's in the hospitality industry and they're looking for the finest experience ever, Mm. right? How can they hire a TZN graduate who's gone through uh, the job readiness journey, gone through the hospitality training, using the equipment from eHire? I mean, this is all set up to give Mm. the person employing a graduate, to give them the finest experience ever. How do they go about that? Okay, so what they will do, they will go on, um, they will go to placements at tzn.org.za and they can actually inquire, um, send a little message of what they're looking for and who they who they identifying to be part of the team or the group. And then also if they want further details and speak to somebody, they are welcome to phone our branch in Epping. And they're also welcome to speak to, um, as Grant mentioned, Mfunda, the Opportunities Manager. And she has a wonderful team that is supporting her. Um, so, And it's also we have the Facebook pages I mentioned before that they can like as well. And then they can also just also read more up on our organization and how do they um, f- how do they um, get involved in um, s- you know looking for the right person and just what is available and who are the students that we working with as well so they get a bit of a background firstly and then also then go ahead and contact us via placements at tzn.org.za it's super encouraging. I mean, I can't wait to see how these folks who have been transformed through the job readiness journey get deployed and represent uh, the TZN story, the Lobster Inc. and the EHI story mm. all across mm. the city of Cape Town and even the rest of South Africa. Mm. Grant, uh, coming back to you, I just love your story, how you're integrating your faith and your vocation and the opportunities that are out there. And you know what we see, what we want to be as a church, as Common Ground Church, is to multiply five gifts to the city. We, one of the things we want to multiply is compassion and justice. And you know, the work of TZN just lines up beautifully with that. We want to multiply compassion and justice, but we also want to multiply societal renewal or cultural renewal and deploy and send Christ followers out into their vocation to change and bring about positive change. So what would you say to Christ followers who are listening? Uh, who are saying, I, I can't influence my business to partner with TZN and I, can't, I don't have the decision-making power. Uh, what would you say to that person sitting in their cubicle, sitting at work in their vocation? What can they do to be part of addressing unemployment? 
Well, I think yeah, you, you, you gave the great visual representation there where you in your workplace environment, and I think that's where it all starts. You know, going to uh, church every Sunday is an incredible opportunity to learn lessons about, um, you know, faith and, and the Bible. And it's actually in, w in, in your workplace environment where you really can then make an impact. So if you aren't in a, in a decision-making um, role, um, you know, just understand that you, you do have influence, you do have contact with your line manager, you do have contact with your colleagues, um, and, and your, if you do have um, people working um, you know, within your responsibility. So I think the first thing to do is actually re recognize that you actually have the ability um, to contribute and to focus just on one area in the beginning, um, to actually just focus on maybe a particular colleague that you think is struggling. And that's one area where you can then support others. Um, and if you do have the ability to make contact with people outside of your workplace, um, then, then do it and, 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 and actually do it fully. Don't you know, don't give up half of the time or half of the energy. Really commit to one area that you th think that you have the ability um, or the competence to add value and then carry on with that and don't get too distracted with the many other um, uh, charitable efforts that you could be doing other than that because I think where we in South Africa get really distracted is there is so much to do. There is so much to do in this country. And there are so many people looking for support, but it doesn't mean that you need to spread yourself so thin whereby the actual impact that you make to any individual is, is, is they're not material enough. So for example, with the Zanokanyo Network, we actually, as an organization in my business, we've chosen them as our charity organization. You know, we have um, multiple charities approaching us and actually um, you know, asking us for support. But it, it's come to the point where we need to just prioritize and choose one charity organization that we want to um, support. And we give that fully and we give it um, completely with, with all the energy um, and direction that we can possibly give to them. And yeah, so I think the big thing there is just to not fill 10 glasses <laughs> you know, with your jug of water, but to fill one glass and do it properly and, and, and give it your all. I just love that that thing of saying going deep rather than going too wide and spreading yourself too thin. You've chosen one cause or one uh, organization like TZN and, and investing in that. I just think it's it helps to focus. It also helps to bring uh, kind of that uh, alignment within the organization within your company to say this is what we what this is what we want to be champions of and champions yeah. for. Um, Amanda, as as a senior trainer, you you get to engage with some volunteers that come across your path. Uh, what are some of the volunteer opportunities? Some people might not uh, be in a business, but they have time to give and serve the purposes of God in TZN. What are some of those opportunities that are available? Okay, thanks. Uh, great question, Richard. And it's so nice to always talk about the volunteer experience because we so need it. We so need the volunteers because they help us with also editing CVs especially and also with the interview process because yes we in the we in the training room all the time and for us to do that we don't always we need an extra set of eyes that can actually give us some more um, um, different perspectives sometimes on how to look at something and especially with the interview process to prepare the students for the for the work out there 
we do deal with a lot of students that are foreign nationals and also just um, getting familiar with the South African way of doing things and the South African standard, you know, just to get familiar. And we so welcome our, our volunteers. And if you can't maybe offer a job to somebody, you can empower them to find a job, you know, and that is that is also welcomed <laughs> with TZN that we, we love to uh, network and partner with, with you as an individual, as a company, as a family in different ways. So you shouldn't feel um, limited in any way as how to get involved. But there's always ways that you can get involved because you're helping one life at a time, you know, and each student values the time that that um, the volunteers come and spend with us at, especially while I'm in Weinberg. So um, at Weinberg, you know, and they get to know each other and it's, it's just beautiful to see. It's a wonderful thing. The language that we use in TZN is this is a journey. Mm. You know, it's not just we're trying to train people and push out graduates out the other side. No, no, we mm. journey with people from when they come in to when they exit. And even uh, you mentioned earlier that sense of family that people can always come back. They're always part of the TZN family. Yes. Um, but some of the things on the horizon are, are really exciting. And, and Grant, I want to ask you, when you look at TZN and you, you've, you've journeyed with us for a little while, as you look, forecast looking into the future, what excites you about TZN and the future of TZN? I think the the big thing, well, what I've realized with working with um, the team at TZN is the fact that this is still the beginning. It's it's still, you know, if I, from my entrepreneurial, um, you know, spectacles, if I look at this this um, organization, not-for-profit organization, it's actually a, like a startup. And and with that is is then a huge opportunity for us to, you know, look back in five years' time um, to what, what it currently is and really be proud of, of, of the amount of um, exposure and reach that this organization can actually have. And so, you know, our, our ability as, um, as an organization um, within the events industry is we can assist TZN, you know, within the event space and with, you know, tables and chairs so that their students can actually really see the reality of, of, of serving and, and, and that environment. But I, I just see so much potential on all the other avenues, for example, there's a business, um, a not-for-profit called Warza Coffee, and they've also partnered with TZN, and and they're providing barista courses um, for students that um, you know want to go into the barista area. And we all know that you know coffee is a big, big, big um, drive now in South Africa and across the world. So that is a very, very relevant and very specialized area that TZN has chosen to partner with now. Mm. Um, so if 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 you're listening and you're able to um, you know, and or you can see potential with partnering with TZN in, in other avenues because remember that they're building a foundation for someone to be employable, and so we need to look at areas where how do we then take and provide greater channels um, for people then to jump into in specific industries or specific technical skills required. I mean, just to think of it off the cuff, I could think of in in the artisan trade. You know, we, at TZN, there's a huge potential to create an artisan environment where people can learn plumbing and um, electrical. And, you know, we, we need those industry players to come on forward and actually, mm. um, you know, provide their expertise and possibly um, their, their um, resources as well. You know, when we think about the challenge of unemployment, it can feel just so overwhelming. You know, we look at the stats and we hear stories of people coming into TZN and we just, we can feel crushed. But you know what, this podcast has helped me just get a fresh enthusiasm that we can use what we've got. 
uh, that the typical Christ follower has got some resources or influence or connections or opportunities or a friend who's an, uh, who can do training in, a, in an artisanal trade. We all have some kind of influence, don't we? Uh, and I get so excited that every single one of us can use something of what we've got mm. to connect people to opportunities that they can be providing for themselves and their families. I mean, we, we think about that statistic that each breadwinner has five dependents. So if every single one of us commits to journeying with someone into employment, that's, that's not just one person's life we're impacting. It's five uh, that will be more secure financially going into the future. So I want to thank you both for your time today. Uh, not just your time in this room, uh, but time in serving uh, vulnerable groups of people, the unemployed people of Cape Town. I just want to commend you for your hard work, for committing your resources and committing your time to seeing the very best for them. Not, not only now, but seeing, seeing them flourish for many, many years into the future. So I thank you both uh, for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Great. That's it for the podcast today. Uh, I trust this has encouraged you as much as it has encouraged me. Looking forward to seeing how you can connect what you have with the TZN story and seeing many more people connected to opportunities and employment into the future. God bless and bye-bye. If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our channel, Living Social Justice, on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. You can also find more resources on our website, commongood.org.za including our Justice Journey courses, devotional content, and volunteer opportunities. Bye for now.